0: Hey, everybody, this is Andy Clodfilter.
1: And this is Lisa Monahan.
0: And you're listening to 90s okay. Court! 90s, 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 90s Court, 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 Court. Oh,
1: well, that's just straight. <laughs> well, that's just spooky. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. How are you? It's been a whole 24 yeah, hours since we go. spoke.
0: Yes, yes. For those of you who listened uh, to our mini-sode yesterday, um, it has been 24 hours since we last recorded.
1: Does it not feel like it's been a week, though? In my life, it feels like it's been a week, and it's been 24 hours.
0: Well, no, it doesn't feel like that. It feels oh. like it feels like I saw you yesterday.
1: Trade me lives, then, dude. It sounds delightful.
0: Hard, hard pass, hard pass. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, so how how has your past day been?
1: Um, pretty intense. Building IKEA furniture, not cool. Um, but I did some yoga. Way cool.
0: Nice. So yoga is something you celebrate?
1: Um, it's something I do to keep my sanity. <laughs> so, sure, so in that sure. in that regard, I do celebrate it. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so yeah, my past day has been pretty solid. Uh, I, you know, obviously not as good as yesterday. I feel bad because like there's gonna be people. I know for a fact more people listen to the main episodes than the mini then I, I don't blame them. Like I've done that with shows, a lot of podcasts where I'm like, eh, I don't want to listen to your the episode, especially the ones like I want to hear the hard hitting debates. So they kind of skip right. through that. So. Um, so as far as what I've been up to, yesterday I saw uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, those of you who've already listened, I'm sorry to repeat that. It was so good, so good, so good, very good. And um, and the Twitter, which we talked about that a little bit yesterday. <laughs> the, the Twitter. The Twitter is an ever evolving and <laughs> an ever evolving form. Um, and I'll and I'll go over a little bit of stuff, some of our Twitter stuff after the break um, later on. Um, to go over some of the polls we had and some of the stuff that we had there, where we're having a, little, a lot of interactive stuff as well. Um, but yeah, things are going well there. It's been a super fun community to be a part of, so I've enjoyed it, and I know you've enjoyed following along.
1: Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. been going insane. It's like it's like girls gone wild, but it's Andy. Gone, and Andy
0: <laughs> gone Andy gone wild. Just
1: wait, girls gone wild was a '90s thing. That's topical. Oh
0: my gosh. That was that's... I can't believe, like in retrospect, like that feels like it. I'm so glad you brought that up because I haven't thought about that in so long. Like those commercials after a while, I don't remember what age it was when I saw one. And I was like, wait a minute, this seems like just like a horrible violation of people's rights. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the exact details of what went on there, but it feels like they like just some creepy dudes were like, let's film a bunch of people trying to have a good time that are hammered.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then be like, and while they're super sloshed, get them to sign this waiver. Wait,
0: we're just <laughs> sign this like
1: I'm gonna be on TV. Yeah. We'll give you we'll give you a free hand grenade shot or like one of those big crazy drinks you get in New Orleans and be like, This is like okay. to t- sign this sheet, it's fine.
0: Just sign it, we, it's we
1: fine. We respect we respect women, it's fine. <laughs> so we respect
0: women, it's fine. <laughs> it's we're the fine. girls gone wild crew. Don't worry about it. Oh man. <laughs> so um but no, it's been a good week. Um Busy at work, doing a lot of fun stuff. Um, I mentioned last time we did the Rocco. We had the Rocco thing that that I watched. Did you end up getting around to that today?
1: Hell no. Ikea furniture. I know. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing today. It's still not done.
0: Okay. Such is life. (laughs) Uh -uh.
1: Oh, hold on. Oh, no.
0: No. No, no. Lisa gets mad when I do it. Yes, she gets very upset whenever I do it this early.
1: <laughs> I'm very, I, I'm a very angry person.
0: Lisa, so, so listen, <laughs> I want you to know, I fought the good fight for you. I told them no <laughs> because we're gonna wait because I know that it bothers you when I come in this early. But fucking Finnis my butler, just brought me something and just handed me something across my desk. <laughs> it <laughs> is
1: port time, my friend. Time. I am, despite angry at the fact that this is happening so early, I'm stoked.
0: <laughs> Finiscule, which is the name of a person, apparently, starting at this me. moment.
1: I didn't know what you were going with there, but, you know, I applaud the effort a lot. And so um, I am very stoked, color me, very stoked for this okay. court episode.
0: All right, I'm 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 less stoked because I am afraid that I'm going to embarrass myself.
1: No, well, okay, but we should preface this. Can we go ahead and say what our, what our court cases are?
0: Let's, let's, here, let's preface with this, Lisa.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: So, you who are listening right now and are, and are about to listen to a court case on something that might be very, very near and dear to your heart. Yeah. Something that maybe you've devoted a lot of your life to and are a huge fan of. Please bear in mind, as you listen <laughs> to this, that while we are talking about this, I am not an expert on this, and neither is Lisa. Correct. We, do, we are what we call a jack-of-all-trades, or nine-of-all-trades, or possibly eight-of-all-trades, whatever um, kind of like, okay, we know just enough to be dangerous on a million topics. Mm -hmm. While you might know much more about this, I can tell you a lot more about Super Mario RPG and Quack Shop, (laughs) the video game for Sega Genesis. So let's just slow your roll before we start casting judgments, okay? For sure.
1: Yeah, we are not experts. I, I think most of my court case is based on pure opinion, because I have favorable uh, feelings for both sides of it this would one. be
0: weird if you were just like i hate this i hate this thing i'm representing so much but here we go
1: yeah that's true um shall we present who we are representing tonight
0: please tell the the, the crowd right. what's be this is
1: a big one the, the reason we're making it such a big deal and you're gonna know this immediately we are pitting the smashing pumpkins against nirvana that's a big one (laughs) because because nirvana is iconic in Uh every sense of the word they're they're just iconic and the smashing pumpkins are equally so there's just different ways and so i i know but but there i have arguments here i will i will hold them for my own and and we should do paper rock scissors to see who goes first because this is this is a tough one
0: (laughs) that's a bummer because i really wanted to go second on this one i'll Uh, go first I'll go first. It feels like so it feels as if you have done a lot more preparation for this than I have. I have. Um, It
1: has been a very dramatic day in the house because of how much (laughs) smashing pumpkins I've been listening to.
0: Everybody's just like, please stop, Lisa. This is like the 17th time you've listened to this song.
1: So again, I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. And my three-year-old loves music and watching TV. And I was watching some videos and uh, you know, smashing pumpkins videos can range from like kind of lighthearted to like a little fucked up. And, yeah. Yeah. And my three year old's like, "Huh, Ava adores a weird video." And I was like, "Maybe you should, maybe <laughs> you
0: should." The one, leave. What's the one? What's the where with where they like in space or whatever? Like, like almost like Steve. Uh, tonight, tonight, yeah, tonight, tonight. 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 That yeah. one is Buckwild.
1: <laughs> it's true. I even though that one's probably less damaging than Ava adore. I still did not watch that one in front of him because I was like, that's mine. Um, Okay, so, okay, let's back up, let's back up. I am representing tonight the Smashing Pumpkins, and I, even though I, I have tremendous respect for Nirvana, I have probably more for the Smashing Pumpkins because of their longer career, okay? In many ways... I have respect for Nirvana because they changed the music scene in so many ways, but the Smashing Pumpkins were doing it at the same time. And the Smashing Pumpkins sound, in my opinion, is much more musical. Nirvana is iconic in a lot of ways, but in my opinion, they're not at the same caliber of musicianship as the Smashing Pumpkins. And I, I know, I know, I'm going to get like, People are gonna what what they call it dox me. I'm gonna get doxed really hard. You're get some
0: trolls, trolls. <laughs> that's come fine.
1: Like. And that's fine. That's fine because I, I, genu- I like. I don't love Billy Corgan's voice, but I have a tremendous appreciation for the music that they created. So let's back up. Smashing Pumpkins kind of started in I think '89 out of Chicago. Um, it was Billy Corgan and James, I, I want to say Eha, I apologize, I've not heard his last name said, if I'm saying it wrong, James Eha, um, and then they were doing a drum machine, like super basic starting point, all right, um, and they were doing a couple of shows, and people were like, this is okay, but, you know, the drum machine sucks, um, they, uh, they got into an argument outside of one of their shows um, with Darcy, who is the female bassist, and um and then they ended up roping her in. <laughs> Isn't that how you get started by having an argument with someone? And then you're like, sure. hey, Ash, I like the cut of your jib. Uh, be in my, I like the cut of your band. jib. Get in here. <laughs> sure. um, so they got Darcy and then eventually they were introduced to Jimmy Chamberlain as well, who was the drummer, because they had a drum machine for so long. They were like, we actually have to. <sighs> we have to actually get a drummer for this. And it was interesting because Chamberlain, the drummer came in and basically changed the direction of the group in some ways, because they were, they were kind of like what they call sad rock or something like that. And he made them like rock all the way out. And so Billy Corgan is just a tremendous musician, um, which in turn actually caused a lot of issue with the band. We don't have to go into all of it, but like, let's just talk the music. All right. Um, Gish came out in May of 1991. Um, and, and the sad part is that it came out and, and they were getting, you know, respected in this regard. And then literally that was May and then in September of 91, Nirvana's Nevermind came out. And so even though Gish was, uh, was awesome, Nevermind came out and it was like, it was the paper to the rock. <laughs> and it yeah, that must have been so
0: hard to have to, as part of your argument for your case, explain how a better band came along and put not your better. Band-
1: better i just has a different sound and it that was everybody
0: it, likes more
1: not everybody not everybody that's true but i would say a lot of people probably do i i mean again i think anyone coming into this particular court case if they're even still listening at this point is yeah. like yeah they're on a fucking rules mm-hmm. and smashing companies are also great anyway gish came out in 91 um and after gish came out things were they were struggling a little bit with their identity and then james eha and darcy had been dating and i guess things were starting to fall apart And then also the drummer was like, Hey, I love alcohol and drugs. As Um, one does. So as, uh, as one does. So to, to move on to their next recording for Siamese dream, they they moved out of Chicago and went to Georgia and that's where they, they were trying to basically cut ties with everything going on in Chicago so that they could, and also kind of get Chamberlain away from all his drug connections. Um, And so when they made Siamese dream, it came out in July of 93 and kind of in between Gish and Siamese Dream is when they started to blow up, right? And this is, again, the same time that everything's happening with Nirvana as well. Um, and so us from Siamese Dream were today, so good. Disarm, so good. Chair Brock, so good. Rocket, I didn't know as much, actually. I was a little surprised. Um, sold 4 million copies in the U.S. And then they toured like crazy. After side me stream. Okay. And then they, this is interesting. I forgot that they, had, I do. You, you remember a small event called a Lollapalooza.
0: Never heard of it. Tell me
1: and more. They, I can't tell you a whole <laughs> lot about it, but they were essentially the headliners for Lollapalooza. And there was some kind of like identity issue with, I guess them doing something different than everybody else doing a Lollapalooza. And it was just a big conundrum and Billy Corgan hated it. Anyway. It seems after- like there's
0: a, little, a rich history of Billy Corgan hating things.
1: I don't think that you get to be the frontman for the smashing pumpkins and be like, I'm a delight and everything <laughs> is something that I love and I have no emotion, right? So okay. so and then after Siamese Dream and Touring Like Crazy and Lollapalooza, they released a small record, you may have heard of it, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. And that came out in October of ninety-five. And it was not one, uh but two full albums, twenty-eight full tracks. Mm. All right. This is where the shit gets buck wild, all right. Certified platinum ten times, which basically meant it was the equivalent to selling 10 over million. T- ten million copies. We have so iconic songs from Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness were, don- were on the Dawn to Dusk album. Were tonight tonight, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, which is I all I just do you remember the video for Bullet with Butterfly Wings? Yep. Because I distinctly remember that watching that I was what ten years old, ten years old, and watching that video and I was like, this is messed up. And of course zero. So good. And then 1979 and 33, not to, not to just brush 1979 off to the side, but those were the 1979?
0: kind of Oh, right. the song. Okay. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. That, that was a, oh, such a good track. Um, I mean that there's so, I mean, we, I could spend, I know my husband could spend a couple hours talking about melancholy sure. and infinite sadness and he and I have talked about it a lot, but it's just like, it's, it's probably one of, one of the top, what three albums of the nineties, I would say. Certainly, what would you would you say? Um, Nevermind? Is what was was that Nirvana? Yeah, I
0: mean there was yeah there was Nevermind and in your utero I would say Nevermind was the bigger one. Yeah. I think, too.
1: So I would say one of those two, and then Melancholy Infinite Sadness, and then maybe something else. Who cares? Sure. Some other band came out with something in the nineties, but I would say that is probably one of the top three to five albums of the nineties, mm. hands down. Um, and then sadly after Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, they were on tour. And they, got in
0: the they got Melancholy
1: in the Well, they got a little too, like, chipper with the drugs Their old Chamberlain, and the drummer basically oh, overdosed on heroin with uh, their uh, keyboardist mm. on, and or and the keyboardist died, and shit just started falling apart. Um, and then in June of 98, they, they released Adore, which is a dope album. I, I personally really, 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 because it's got Perfect, which is such a good song, but Ava Adore, is pro. I would say Ava Adore is my favorite Smashing Pumpkins song which I I think might be a very unpopular response but I don't care cuz I'm all about whatever feels good to me and a- Ava Adore is amazing that weird video of him like walking down have you you know it you've seen it right yeah Ava Adore oh, okay well when this is over watch the Ava Adore video or don't because you're going to be flying high on that Nirvana that sweet sweet yeah, Nirvana I'm going to be
0: I'm going to be in Nirvana thinking about Nirvana
1: yeah and you know but just this is This is a very like quick and dirty just the smashing pumpkins were amazing they sold and and, and here's here's where I think our court cases will be different, okay. Mm. This is what differentiates Nirvana versus smashing pumpkins. Nirvana only had a few years before Kurt Cobain's demise, right, and it's unfortunate, mm. and so as a result, they never really got a chance to make a crappy album sure you know, whereas, I mean, Smashing Pumpkins probably, I mean, I'm sure someone would be like, oh, Ava, you know, Adora is, is crap, or, or obviously when he went, in the 2000s, when he made Zwan, it's like... It's the Chris <laughs>
0: Farley effect, I get it, like, you <laughs> yeah. have to explain it to me, I got it. Yeah,
1: but, but once I really started thinking about that, I was like, they've got a much longer, the Smashing Pumpkins have a much longer runway, to take, or, like, a much longer history that you could take into consideration in terms of are they good, did they fault, oh man, they really sucked at this era, or something like that, and so... There's so much. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm doing the Smashing Pumpkins justice, but to me, even though Billy Corgan's voice annoys the shit out of me, he's an amazing musician. All of them are. And every every video, every interview, every everything of all of them, they just they just leak awesomeness. They're so cool. It makes me sick. Like it's just like you're so cool, James E. Hull, you're so cool. Even in 2019, you're so Darcy. You're so fucking cool. I wish and, people oh, could see your face so right cool. now. Like I know it's so, but I'm being honest. They're so like, and that sucks. But but it's just like no, you guys like you're all rock stars. You're all rock stars. It's amazing. Yeah, they they just they just exude this 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 aura, and I they're just I don't know. There's I could just go on talking about how cool they look (laughs) but but they're they're, in my opinion to rest my case the smashing pumpkins are superior musicians their albums that they released in my opinion were better They're, they're just they're just more musically inclined nirvana rules in so many ways but in in others smashing pumpkins in my opinion come out on top
0: boom thank you for that wonderful invisible, case, in,
1: invisible mic drop. I was really passionate about this. So.
0: Uh, the 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 judge will ask you to pick it back up and bring it back to <laughs> to, to the now, to the other attorney. Uh,
1: yeah, the judge. Uh, someone's objecting for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So what do you have? So
0: no, thank you so much for that. Um, mine is going to be much shorter than that um, because frankly, I uh, I am not. I like you're listing all these names of these songs, and I'm like, yes, love their songs, I listen to them, and when I hear them, I'm like, this is this is a really great Smashing Pumpkins jam that I love. Um, so I guess to start off my case, um, I'd like to present something that I've uh, brought from evidence um, that I, I submitted ahead of time, and as I'm sure you all know, had approval um, as evidence for the case. So uh, first and foremost, I would like to just say, introducing my band.
1: You've got it. Nirvana! there it is why didn't i wouldn't i i mean that's such low-hanging fruit to use music but mm. you know what i should have done it
0: thank you everybody egg Thanks on my face for sticking around <laughs> to the real part of the debate <laughs> which will not really be much of a debate frankly i know it might yeah. have beforehand like i was defeated but frankly this is just this is a slam dunk for me here okay um, All right. We're talking about, okay, quick quick note I would like to make. I literally took down a note regarding something you said. Your One of your opening statements you made was about how you're like, un- like unfortunately, unlike Nirvana, uh, Smash and Cummins had a, a long, rich career. And my s- statement to that is, I'm sure they would have loved to have had one, too. Oh, so Sorry, Sorry for the shade to Kurt Cobain for, for having the, the inconvenience of killing himself. So, well, I mean, um,
1: yeah, I know it was just, it was just like, it's just not apples to apples in terms of the longevity just, of the career. Obviously the other members went on to do lots and lots of other stuff It's just so well, sad because I, mean, I like, wish that he would have stayed around because they would have killed it for so much longer. Honestly,
0: I, I tell you something as a person who personally is a massive Foo Fighters fan, Queens of the Stone <laughs> Age fan, uh mm-hmm. tenacious d fan like the, the all the things that our our boy dave grohl has been able to do um are have been absolutely phenomenal because he's a phenomenal human being now similar to uh to the smashing pumpkins they also started in the 80s uh mm-hmm. they started in 1987 briefly kurt cobain and bassist can you name the bassist of nirvana
1: is that nova Selleck?
0: Okay, nailed it. I literally I
1: mean, I say, the reason I know it is because a friend of mine who lives in Washington State is in a band with him currently. Hey, oh no shit!
0: I forgot you were you were in Seattle for a while. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. Asked that
0: because I was like, I saw the name, and this is the thing. Again, folks, uh, forgive me. I literally thought like, yeah, the the greatest three man group ever, and then I was like, oh wait, I couldn't tell you who the third man is. <laughs> Save my life. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I only know it because my friend, whose name is Eric Friend, is in a band with him currently, like Giants in the Trees or something like that. It's it's awesome. It's so cool.
0: So yeah. so their full, their first album um, that they came out, they had uh, Bleach. There was an album that came out that was uh, with uh, Kurt Cobain and uh Selich is or whatever, however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. um, you just said um but uh, then in 1990, after going through drummer after drummer, just unsuccessful, they finally found Dave Grohl, um, who who came into the band. Um, so obviously what people like the way that they actually gained their big fame was, was that, like, they're kind of, you know, touring the scene and everything like that in the Seattle area, doing rock shows and everything like that. And they were even surprised suddenly that that evidently um smells like teen spirit had gotten out into the public and it was being played on the radios, like everywhere. And Mm -hmm. literally it was just kind of like, can you imagine just like going to shows and everything like that? And then just one day, like, like somebody's like, Hey, like you guys are like everywhere right now. And kind of (laughs) just getting the news of that. And, uh, and so that was that single, um, is what caused the rise of nevermind, uh, which was amazing album, which sold 30 million copies worldwide Um, and was uh, as most people know Nirvana is known to be literally the band that popularized alternative rock across the nation and sprung what still to this day is my favorite um, is what I would call my favorite genre which is alternative rock Um, so you're welcome everybody from them Um, so they had a couple EPs um, that were you know, fine. I, I didn't read a lot into them in, in incesticide, incesticide, which is a great name for anything. Uh, <laughs> moaning, which is hormoning, which is uh, not a great name for anything either. But then of course the one that came out that was um, that there was the big next album was in utero. Um, and it was also a uh, came to critical acclaim and chart topping um And it sold 15 million copies of, um, worldwide so not quite as many as the first um unfortunately as we all know uh despite the fact that things were going very well for them and things were on the rise depression is a very real thing and our boy uh Kurt Cobain uh just at least and I'm not going to get into the debate about Courtney Love having involvement or anything like that we're not going to talk about that well, no,
1: no, no conspiracy theories tonight oh okay I see I, I see got, got
0: nothing you um but that suddenly he um he died in 1994 um and i seen i remember i had a friend who had this poster in his wall on his on his wall at his uh at his place it was a huge poster too like literally like took up like half of his like wall in like a dorm or whatever and it was it just was this picture of kurt cobain looking very like um like kind of like his face drooping down or whatever and it just said i hate myself and i want to die <laughs> Oh, lovely. Cheerful album, cheerful thing. So to go through some of the songs um, that, uh, that just like, even today, like, I mean, even if you don't hear them on the radio that much, because I don't, honestly, I'm a person who I just don't listen. Like, I'm never one that like looks through songs like on phones and stuff like that. I'm like a Pandora guy, just stuff comes on or whatever. I don't own a lot of music anymore. I've always been a radio guy. And, um, and then. I uh, had some albums, but in the early 90s, like, I didn't have a lot of Nirvana stuff. That was one where, like, it was on the radio a lot. Or, like, later on, I started hearing more of it and everything. It was a lot of stuff that happened after Kurt Cobain was already dead. But let me go through a few of these hot, hot songs for you. Smells Like Teen Spirit, In Bloom. Come. In Bloom as...
1: is the best. In Bloom yeah. is so good.
0: Come As You Are, Lithium um let's see i'm just going through some of these different ones here so there's so many songs that i would probably not recognize by name just because i'm the worst and i can't remember things by name um and then of course oh i misclicked on a thing in europe um all apologies Mm -hmm. heart-shaped box very good um god this i still like i find this one to always still just be a very problematic name which is rape me um (laughs) but it's it's a it was a very passionate song um that he had but but no like i i think that it's it's one of those things where like it, you can't use the argument that man let's mm-hmm. see what how they would have been after if they kept going i get it though right. like there is theory of like you know there are so many bands that i've seen even today where like they released several like even a few good albums in a row back at some point in time maybe even like the early 2000s and then they've been trying to kind of and then they come back and they get some favor because of the fact that they were so popular before, but mm-hmm. like it becomes apparent that like they just don't know how to evolve into, with the current style, because mm-hmm. um, you can't just keep doing the same thing and be like, oh, this sounds like a, so- a song from 1992. Right. So I totally get the argument that they couldn't, but at the same time, because of the fact that we know that um, that we know that Dave Grohl is. An amazing singer songwriter, singer songwriter as well. I could have totally seen. I what breaks my heart is the thought that like they could have had so many bangers. I know it would have been hard. To do since he's the drummer of the band, but like yeah. have things with Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain, like um, featured um, both as singers, like in a prominent roles on different songs, or even have uh, a Dave Grohl a song where just Dave Grohl sings a song or something like that. And if that exists, I apologize because I am not <laughs> I am not as in in with uh, in with the old '90s bands as I was with a lot more kid stuff whenever I was in the '90s because <laughs> I was a child. Um, yeah.
1: But, I no, mean, but I mean, you, you, you do your best at like five to ten years old to try to keep up with what's going on and you're like, Yeah, smells like Teen Spirits, a crazy video. Um, I'm gonna go back to watching Ren and Simpy now and then like it's slowly tell
0: my teens that I was watching MTV and stuff, and so like in like like, you know, nine, ten, eleven, um, and so like so a lot of this stuff had already largely happened. I mean, this was like just whenever Nirvana was ending, basically, is when I would have first started watching M T V at all. Um, to see any of their music videos so I didn't catch a lot of it and so again like I apologize that I didn't have as much to put forward on this one as, as some folks but I do love Nirvana especially literally like I said because of the fact that um, not only did they have great music but then they they spawned the entire alternative rock genre some people can debate that that's fine but I feel like they were kind of the first one to bring it to prominence and, and worldwide attention in the way that they did and in turn, than the Foo Fighters, who I still, I would say, sorry, I almost wanted to defend the Foo Fighters on this one more than Nirvana, because Foo Fighters is one of my top three favorite bands mm-hmm. ever, um, and they ha- they do have that longevity that you spoke of, and mm-hmm. have done a good job of evolving and continuing, and and Dave Grohl, just anything you ever see of him, he is, like, looks like, he's probably the coolest dude ever, like, just... probably. Like, he yeah. like he feels like he's like doesn't take himself too seriously in the sense that he can punk people. I did see a, a video of him covering and like basically mocking Scott Stapp. From as Creed. you should, he's he just did, like gar- the fact yeah. that he has multiple videos of himself doing fake joke versions of Creed songs was phenomenal. Like as someone that's more famous than Scott Stapp, making fun of Scott Stapp is had to be a hard pill to swallow for old Scotty Scotty S. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so again, uh, everybody who is here listening for the big, the big, uh, the big one about Nirvana, you didn't get it. You you got my vague memories along with a Wikipedia article, and for that I apologize. But hopefully it'll be enough for me to get through. Pass up. You did get a song at the beginning. I forgot that. Was you great. did,
1: but you all, but but what you didn't get on your side that you got with mine is was passion.
0: A- was a ten-page essay <laughs> that she wrote for her college class that she's going to be submitting tomorrow Did as you well. Did that
1: I, I got my degree in the Smashing Pumpkins from the <laughs> University of North Texas? It's such a bizarre thing for them to offer, but that's what my I mom paid figure. for.
0: Yeah, I have I've made I found no money, but a lot of personal fulfillment from this degree. I have got a
1: doctorate in the pumps and the pumpkins.
0: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we'll we'll be looking forward to everybody's uh, votes on that. Of course, we'll be putting up the poll. Similarly for this one, um, I honestly, like, a lot of the reason that I was willing to take Nirvana was because, like, I need to win, like, real bad. He wants to lose like...
1: anyway, because I brought the heat. Even yeah. though I brought the pumpkins, I also brought the heat. Because yes. I have a doctorate in this shit, so.
0: <laughs> I have a doctorate in that shit. And I am I am a uh, fourth grade dropout in Nirvana, so. <laughs> so you're welcome, everybody.
1: But, yeah, well, Wow. Well, that was a really... I changed changed
0: (laughs) majors into the Foo Fighters at fifth grade.
1: (laughs) There you go. Smart man. Stick Mm -hmm. with what's relevant. Yeah. Um, We are moving on now from court. Walking out of court now. We're on our way. I want to talk about a talk show that I watched, which is relevant to today's court case because it it was an episode of Donahue in October. Nope, 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 nope. I'm looking at the wrong thing. It was in 95 and it was the episode was called Bloody Noses and Broken Bones Rock and Roll in the 90s okay it's yes, so very awesome. ap- appropriate so, yeah yes it's exactly it was the exact right time to bring this up ba- basically it's just Donahue with some kid now Donahue was one of the sweeter men who ran there were a lot of trash talk shows in the 90s but Donahue felt more relevant felt more professional in some regards at least to me and so he had Um, this particular episode where they just jumped right into it. They were like, whoa, can you believe these kids are going to rock concerts and like moshing? What is moshing? Do you even go to like, yeah, what is a, what is a mosh? And they would just show video clips of like people going down and then coming up and then be like, he's got a broken nose. It's like, well, you can't see that with your shitty video from 95. (laughs) But I, I, I bring this up because they're talking about how rough rock concerts are. And I'm, you know, along this, this movement, with not with this, I mean, you saw it in "Smells Like Teen Spirits music video. Just this kind of energy, this moshing, this aggression, right? Oh, yeah. the, the '90s were all about letting letting this out in some respect, right? And so, you've got this movement, and then a, um, a young a young man comes around. His name is Marilyn Manson. Oh, you might yeah. remember him. Please, Chipper young fella. He comes on as a special guest on the show, but it's just basically like it's just the sweetest episode of. This this young girl who's 26 talking about how she's like well yeah I go to mosh pits I have a job I you know I don't do drugs I don't do anything I just go to mosh pits and get out my aggression they're like what are you possibly stressed out about it's like <laughs> I don't know being 26 years old at any point in time is stressful um but then Marilyn Manson's there and, and what I actually really appreciate about Marilyn Manson on on every talk show appearance that I've seen him on is that he's very well composed and yeah. he, he's, he's not, I mean, he's a little snarky, but he's also extremely well read and very intelligent. And in it shows, and he, he comes back with like proper answers for stuff, even though he says like, there's a snippet of him on this, on this talk show, like warning people about getting on the stage. He's like, if you get up here, you're going to, you might get beat up or raped. It's like, well, <laughs> Jeez. wow. Yeah. That's like, well, I mean, yeah, Marilyn Manson, not really not really um, holding back for this particular thing, but it, it was just interesting to me because it was, it was the exact right time to bring this up because of the court case, but like just how much America kind of had to grapple with this rock movement. Not that rock hadn't come come I mean, obviously, it wasn't the first time rock has been popular in the United States, but this particular grunge and just really rough scene. It was the first time we really kind of come to terms with that, and it was just interesting to see these parents. I mean, there were this, there was a set of parents whose child died stage diving. It's like, well, that sucks. Um, it doesn't mean that all children are going to die if they stage dive, or if they crowd surf, or if they go into the mosh pit. Yeah, you're going to get hurt. I went. To, did you ever go to mosh pits at all?
0: Can I can I ask you something? Yes. What do you think? <laughs>
1: Well, you said you liked Metallica, so I don't. I mean, maybe I
0: did, but okay, I, did. I, I. I would best describe myself as a terrified little boy.
1: No, I <laughs> dove uh, head first into the pits. I, the first, the first concert I went to, I don't think it was. It, it might have been in the two thousands. It probably was, but it was, Deftones and Godsmack, and that was like the first proper rock concert. I went to, but I was always in the pit wherever i went to i would go see Glasto i would go see all the uh, like taking back sunday this is all 2000s era stuff but wherever it was i was in the pit and it was fun and it but it felt good cuz you you have all these teen emotions that you don't know what to sure. do with you just punch people and they kick you and you're like i remember hitting a chick in the head with a camera for- <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it was a disposable camera, so it's topical, right? So, a, paper camera. a paper camera. It's a paper camera. But the pit was just a very special place, and it was just really sweet to see these parents not know. I mean, not the parents that lost their child, but, like, other parents be like, we didn't know this was happening. It's like, guess what? Wake up, America. Wah, 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 wah. People have emotions. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just died. You do the glass. You do. You always do this thing. Wake up, America. And it was, wake doing like Fake binoculars.
1: You gotta wake up to your kids. They got emotions. Anyway, yeah. look, Donahue, Marilyn Manson. Look it up. It's a good episode. It's it's actually pretty quiet and slow, which is interesting for the the content. Sure. But it's a good episode. You can find it on YouTube.
0: YouTube. So, uh, nice. but,
1: oh, Do we need a break?
0: I'm I honestly personally very much do. <laughs> you
1: need a break. Okay. I'm emotionally will...
0: drained from thinking about mosh pitting.
1: And all the mosh pits you never went into.
0: I know all of the things I missed out on as a child.
1: It's never too late, Andy. You can do that on your break. <laughs> Go God, find I a will, pit
0: room. I will like I will pull something immediately in a mosh pit.
1: Do it. Just awesome. from jumping, right, we'll
0: Just from the jumping. <laughs> all
1: right. Catch you on the of the side of the flip on the other yes. side of the break.
0: Yes. I'm gonna catch you on the other side of the flip.
1: <laughs> there it is. See. see, see I'm in a not <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Welcome back, everyone. It's Wait. me, Andrew.
1: <laughs> Andrew. Oh, I never, <laughs> I've really never given thought that that's probably your full exactly.
0: long name. Is that What is that, your given Christian name? Get out of here.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Well, there it is. Welcome back.
0: Well, thanks. I'm back, and some stranger that nobody's ever met is back also on the line with us here.
1: We'll never know <laughs> who's on
0: the other end of the line. Oh, just boy. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew and Elisabeth. And, <laughs> and Anonymous, Elisabeth.
1: <laughs>
0: um, we're back. So uh, thanks, everybody, for indulging through the break. We don't have an ad right now. We don't have any ads or anything like that. So the breaks are just, like, literally, like, nothing. It's just, like, you're like, oh, and we're back. What, were they gone for, like, two seconds? No, we we went out and we took some breathing exercises and all that good stuff. So... So I did want to talk briefly about um, some of the fun Twitter stuff. Just so everyone knows, if you're enjoying the podcast or even if you're not, um, the Twitter sphere is a fun place to be, especially if you're into video games, because I found the gaming uh, people over there are very uh, abundant. And so there's a lot of video game stuff on there, as well as snacks, foods, uh, other things like that as well. Um, so, I did pose a couple polls out there uh, for people, and the results have already come in on those. So, the first one I posed was um, kind of a hard hitter, um, and we'll probably discuss that on a court case at some point with some of these. Um, but it was regarding the OG Nicktoons, the original gangster Nicktoons. Before, before mm-hmm. other Nicktoons even had been a thought, a twinkle in their mother's eye, um, these Nicktoons were, were out there uh, just killing it so we are do we did uh you gotta die, you gotta pick one of these which hill are you dying on ren and Stimpy, doug and red mm-hmm. had a pretty good showing for the poll so that was good um and uh to lisa's uh joy ren oh yes Stimpy, ren my, Stimpy, wait, wait,
1: my my happy happy, joy, happy, joy?
0: happy joy joy joy
1: <laughs> lisa's happy happy
0: joy joy ren and Stimpy came out victorious By a very narrow margin, it was like a a vote. Like, there was, like, a vote. If somebody had just chimed in and voted once, it would have been a different story. But Ren and Stimpy uh, won narrowly um, with 39% of the vote. Um, Rugrats came in second with 36% of the vote, so they were in there. Um, And then Doug, um, still respectable showing, with 25%. I was at least glad to see that one didn't just get shamed out of existence. So all three of them were pretty beloved shows.
1: Yeah, I I mean I don't know I have a lot of opinions about Rugrats. I'm sure. surprised I, it came in second.
0: This is the thing. At the time, I loved Rugrats because again, I th- I feel like I was just being a boy was a lot more infantile than you <laughs> for most of the time. It seems like <laughs> I grew up much slower than you did because <laughs> I was like all about like childish things in the '90s. So like I was really big on Rugrats when it came out. Um, that was my and Ren and Stimpy was great. I just remember kind of being like, this is weird at times, and then. But as far as staying power for current day, like Ren and Stimpy is something I could watch with joy, and Doug I still think is is a good one, and Rugrats I'd have a little more of a struggle with probably than I used to.
1: For sure, no, uh, Ren and Stimpy like straight up formed me. (laughs) Ren and Stimpy was my basically my second mother in some other (laughs) things. So that I mean, so for, for people who like know me proper, that probably makes a lot of sense that Ren Simpy was my jam, was my shit yes. so hard. Everybody hears that so
0: everybody hard. hears that and it's like, oh, that explains a lot.
1: That's <sighs> why she's the way that okay, she is. <laughs> so and yeah. then the other
0: one, um real quick, this one's probably not as much of a far reaching to everybody, but it was very important to me was arcade games, meaning like the actual fun arcade like big machines or whatever that were in arcades um there were a lot of them and after people kind of listed some other ones i was like i kind of regret doing just these two but um it was a one versus one um the teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade game which i don't know if you recall it but they had four players you could play as obviously four people could play at the same time it was basically Mm -hmm. like a b and joystick and that was it pretty much as far as (laughs) um and but it was so good you obviously could play as leonardo donatello michelangelo Raphael. Um, versus Sunset Riders, which I know not everybody would know it by name, but um, it's like, yeehoo! And the, uh, <laughs> which also kind of sounded like Mario when I did that just there. But it was one of my favorite games for SNES, and they had it on that as well. And there were just four different types of, like, cowboys or what have you, you played as, and just like, you know, shoot up, guns, side scroller, uh, up to four players on that as well. Um, great game and loved it in the arcade. Um, however, per the usual with my polls, when I have a strong opinion on something, I pit it up against something that it can't possibly win against. Um, <laughs> and it was absolutely decimated 89% Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 11% Sunset Riders. um And that was even with like five people voting for Sunset Riders. So, like, it was a pretty decent showing for that poll. Um, but still, 11%, not great. <laughs> I think
1: maybe people were just scrolling through Twitter and just saw a poll and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, it doesn't matter what the yeah. other option is. It's TMNT. Yeah. And yeah.
0: that's the funny thing is just to mention them briefly, like some of the other arcade games that that I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, when people mention them, they just, like, like set my heart ablaze in a good way. Um, the Simpsons arcade mm-hmm. game where mm-hmm. you could play as Lisa, Bart, Marge, and Homer. Um, yeah picked up vacuums and stuff like i remember marge's thing was like she had a vacuum and stuff like that and oh my gosh that was so good and then the x-men um, one as well where you could pick your x-men or whatever and, and you um fought together it was, they all similarly had all four spots because um, the, the cool thing about those arcade games was that was they had four player modes of games before four player modes of games existed
1: oh interesting i guess I never really thought about yeah. it that way because, yeah
0: even, like, Sunset Riders on any on SNES, that was a two-player game because that's how many controllers you had. And so, like, that was the cool thing about it is being like, hey, this is the first introduction to being like, I get to play with all of my friends. I will gladly pay all of my quarters to, to be able to accompany them. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so yeah. And that's, that's something, like I said, it doesn't even occur to me really until I was thinking about Sunset Riders. And I'm like, that's weird because, like, I don't even remember the other two characters in the game. Like, I remember the main two, and so I just think it's weird thinking about, wow, there were two other characters that were built into the game, but only for the arcade game. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so that was one thing, um, just so everybody also knows, like, just because like some of the other fun stuff, I did a, uh, there was a little, uh, retweet, um, game that we did, uh, somebody actually won a $5 gift card, not a ton of money, but I, we kind of, like, it was something, you know, where it was literally all you was, yeah. and it was a fun thing, it was just like, hey, um. You know, post your favorite, um, you know, retweet this with a, um, an, like, a GIF, a gif, an image, and then a line uh, from the game of your favorite game or one of your favorite games. Um, and, you know, I, and the funny, the one that won, that I picked that was hilarious was, <laughs> it was this one from Link to the Past for SNES. And it was just, it's like, the fir- it's the beginning of the game, and so it stuck with me, it's like, the uncle says, like, Alright, I'm heading out, I'll be back. Don't leave the house. And it just shows the image of Link just standing outside the house because like the game <laughs> and you're like in the house and you're like, Well, I'm not supposed to go. And I remember being like as a kid, like, should I should I leave or like and realizing that oh nothing happens if I just stay in this house, so I guess I have to go. So Yeah.
1: Don't so. leave. PS you definitely, you definitely have to leave. Definitely yeah. have
0: to leave. Um, so anyway, so, uh, hopefully you enjoyed those, but yeah, so again, at 90s Court on Twitter, um, for that, so, um, Lisa? What up? So, I know we've discussed this a few times, the 90s were weird.
1: It's true. They were really weird. Anything
0: fucking goes in the 90s. I just, it feels like, like nowadays, I think it was kind of like after a lot of stuff happened where like things started going poorly, which kind of just happened immediately after the 90s ended, like things just started going bad in a hurry, wow. was that like they kind of people started hunkering down and just being like, let's sell what works,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if we're going to do some, try something else, we'll have it like super limited time, and mm-hmm. then like if it's not... a <laughs> Old raging success it's gone like and that's you know what I mean like even now like you'll see like hey new this or whatever like new Reese's blah 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 or new like soda blah 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 and it's and then it's gone like in in like a month
1: yeah it's true
0: not the case in the 90s the 90s were like we think you're gonna like this and we really hope we're right because if we're not we just made a fuck ton of this and it's going to be around for years because we made so much of it And uh, so I did a couple things here today that I wanted to bring to you for our Buckwild 90s products. Uh, Take take us back to the wild, wild west of the 90s of making items.
1: We're never ready. We're not ready.
0: Never ready. So I'd like to bring you back to the bubblegum world.
1: Okay. I am well versed in that for sure. sure.
0: The real big bummer was that there were so many good bubblegum products in the 90s um sure some of them were problematic sure big league chew was just like we're literally wanting you to emulate adult baseball players chewing tobacco
1: why i I oh my gosh where have i been you see this is the beauty of this podcast this is is, these are the connections i don't make i never as an adult thought about what they were trying to
0: oh yeah it's absolutely Supposed oh to be like, gosh. here's some chaw to stick in your your thing, and you could spit it out during baseball games. Like it's totally, it's totally 100. Like even as a kid, I knew that and thought, hey, this is really problematic. But here we are. Like <laughs> I was it was so good. years old. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm I'm yeah. gonna say that's not what this is about because no. Bigly Chew bubble tape, those were great things. I enjoyed them. Yes. Um, back in the day when I chewed bubble gum with sugar in it, like God, even just thinking about bubble gum, like. Chew, just like I am just depositing this thick layer of sugar just directly onto my teeth, and I am not going to address this for several hours until I go to bed and brush my teeth. <laughs> this is right, yeah. like as an adult, just that just makes me cringe. So, um, so what I'd like to talk to you all about is first off, the one that I the real keynote speaker of this <laughs> is let me ask you a question, Lisa. All right. What's your fave what's your what's your least favorite part about chewing chewing gum?
1: Have um what's my least favorite part when it loses its flavor?
0: Oh, when it loses its flavor. I think what you meant to say was <laughs> I hate how when I get it it's in a solid state.
1: <laughs> this is true. What an inconvenience. When you're just like,
0: man, I have to chew this thing like so much to get it even like I had to chew it, but like it's already in a solid state when I get it, so it's like, what's the point, right? <laughs> so that's why that's why uh, what 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 company was it that made this? Let's see Satan Satan that's why Satan came out with <laughs> bubble jug. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, bubble jug. I will say this. it looks like a like a miniature jug. Of laundry detergent, but it's not laundry detergent. No, it's <laughs> fucking bubblegum dust. Dust. Just think about like pouring it out and being like, 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 a- if, if astronauts were like, I want to chew gum, but we can't have any water in it because it'll take up, a- so we need to keep the water separate. And then when I feel the need to, to get some of that good bubblegum flavor, I'm just going to dump some of this fucking dust in my mouth and chew it like, like astronaut ice cream. Um, perfect so they decided to create these little jugs i will say this they do look adorable in the jugs like you're like wow this looks really cool i wonder what could be inside of it and then the utter horror make, real like comes to you and you're like oh this is the ashes of our fallen bubble gum <laughs> that, that was then deposited very very unsanctimoniously into these pink jugs um it said bubble jug on them.
1: <laughs> I I okay. I know. I I distinctly remember having bubble jug a lot as a kid. I cannot remember what the outcome was of of putting the like you put it in your mouth. It's like <laughs> and maybe it gets a little. Maybe it solidifies some. But I really cannot remember it turning into like, like oh this is satisfactory.
0: Yeah, it feels like it was one of those things where it's like. Oh, this is solidified a little bit, but it's still kind of like just a slimy paste, kind of like a slimy, yeah. thick, viscous paste. Um, so yeah, so let me just read a quick product details because I actually pulled this up <laughs> just to read because the Wikipedia, like I was just telling Lisa about this, I went on the Wikipedia for um, uh, Wrigley. So Wrigley's the ones who ma- who made this fucking atrocity, and. I typed in bubble jug and you could not find a Wikipedia article on it. They have every single product they've ever made listed here, at least allegedly. And under gum, they have chewing gum and bubble gum and mints and candies. Um, They were so ashamed of themselves. (laughs) that they, (laughs) They just decided to get rid of it because they're like, we're embarrassed. This, what a horrible embarrassment. So I had to find a different advertisement trying to pitch the idea to people who want to buy this product. So, experience classic bubblegum in a whole new way with bubble jugs. This is a a one-of-a-kind confection. It's truly unique. It all starts with a fun pink plastic jug. I mean, like, when you're having to really sell that pink jug, like, for, like, like, when you're selling bubblegum normally, are you, like, it starts with a really cool wrapper. Like, you know, like, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, the
1: the packaging, the packaging is important, but, like, I, I wouldn't say that I'd be like, oh, something's in a jug. That's cool <laughs>
0: give me, give me some of that, right, yeah, I feel like i've I got these probably like in like um Halloween buckets or something like that before, and just looked at it like a gas, like, what is this? what is this? I'm not gonna pour this dust in my mouth, or I probably swallowed it because I didn't know. I thought it was probably just like, oh, it's like dust flavored bubble gum stuff. The top is equipped with attached handle and a twist off cap. Because the handle is very important on what I can only assume is roughly the distance between That's, like, it's,
1: it's got to so be small. like
0: two inches, like two inches tall or something like that. And there's this itty bitty tiny little handle. So that way, if really small people get it, they can pick it up like people who are like, you know, like a foot tall can mm-hmm. then pick up this jug and water their plants with it. They're probably <laughs> so, so. Oh my yeah, gosh. It's like a, like a my... tiny,
1: like a tiny gasoline container. Yes. But it's powdered uh, gum.
0: Yeah, but it's powdered gum instead. But if you need to later on you can start stop stockpiling gasoline for the apocalypse in these <laughs> itty bitty jugs. Um untwist the cap to access the candy gum hidden inside. Hidden inside, ladies and gentlemen. Because they, they're like, We need to hide this from sight. We can't have people knowing we've made this. Yeah. <laughs> this. Can't reach the light of day. It's gotta be a surprise. Pour them into your hand. Okay, first off, what? Nope. No, no
1: why not talk- directly into your gullet
0: okay that is what they get to they say pour them into your hand or directly into your mouth to taste deliciously sweet bubblegum flavor now note that they said bubblegum flavor because they're not they're embarrassed to even call it bubblegum It's um, not bubble jugs are very different from pieces of, or sticks of gum each each contains a powder candy when chewed the candy turns into bubblegum exclamation point it's almost like having two confections in one
1: false.
0: So, okay. So confections that means that they're they're saying that there's it's like you have two candies in one. So you have it's like having a real candy and then a thing we just made up that's terrible and horrifying and makes the other one actually somehow worse. Mm-hmm. Um so let's see. Our bubble jug box gives you plenty of containers for special occasions. Cuz I love that they're like for special occasions cuz this is the advertisement for a bulk 24 pack of these little jugs and so basically they're like listen this is clearly 100 percent for nostalgia purposes only because we know you aren't going to eat any of this you're going to give this to people hoping that they'll think it's novel and then they'll throw it away because exactly. nobody is going to eat you on this give bubble jugs out as party favors or prizes for t- participation in games or classroom activities
1: give your friends weird powder diabetes thanks for coming to my party
0: thanks for Good coming party. to my party this is what i think of you here's some here's some sh- some shitty dust of a product that i don't even like anyways
1: yeah
0: they also make unique stocking stuffers or Easter basket candy. I think maybe Easter was probably more appropriate because it's pink. I'm thinking more less so than unless they made like some haunted, like Ooh. you don't think
1: you don't think that shit's haunted as it is powdered gum. That's haunted. <laughs>
0: right. I forgot I mentioned the fact this is literally the uh, the the remains of Grandpa Bubblegum. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: That been incinerated. Kids will love the cool packaging. I love the fact that they lead with that again. Because they want you to know, listen, we're not we're not making any bones about the fact that the stuff inside is not good, but mm-hmm. the packaging is really neat. So basically, we're selling you these plastic mini jugs, with with ghosts inside of them, yeah. and not and and novel candy turned gum treat. Okay, let me read that back to you. The word they use, a novel candy turned gum treat.
1: No, those aren't those aren't words that should be put together, ever. A
0: a novel Frankenstein's monster of that has been incinerated into ash that you can create back into a living thing in your mouth. Nope. Simply twist the cap back, back on and take your bubble jug with you because after your first trial, you're going to be like, yes, I need more of this in my mouth later. Thank you.
1: Mm -hmm. No, that's a hard task. Hard. Is
0: the flavors list, by the way. Um, is tropical fruit or watermelon so for those of you that were thinking like oh can i just get generic ass um bubble gum flavor absolutely not nope oh. so <laughs> so that was bubble jug um i do want to touch on something else it's not as ridiculous of a thing um but it is just like it is akin to the fact that they were just like just throwing spaghetti at the wall seeing what sticks and it was just you know they were just throwing a lot of spaghetti up there and just not much was hidden um Ouch gum. <laughs> ouch is a sugar-free bubble gum made by Wrigley. Hey,
1: at least it was sugar-free.
0: Yeah. that Honestly, I looked through here. It was the only of their uh, bubble gums because they had chewing gum that's sugar-free, but that, it was the only bubble gum that was sugar-free. So mm-hmm. I am in favor of ouch. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's see. So they, in, by the 90s, the gum was available in flavors of grape, watermelon, and strawberry. Again, find it really weird that they're not just making bubblegum flavor of these things. Um, Mm -hmm. Each stick was wrapped with a paper made to look like a bandage. And was packaged in a metallic container similar to that of a Band-Aid bo- managed box.
1: Oh, man.
0: I will say that. I did think that was super cool. Like, I remember thinking those, like, and people would use those for other things later, too.
1: Yes, I did. I specifically, use, I specifically used one container of an ouch Band-Aid gum situation for, like, a, a soapbox for my... I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle topical. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the April. I had her little... Oh, I, really? I, I had her action character, and she would be in her... That was her, like, podium. She'd get up and start yelling (laughs) at the turtles, but she would be in there and then the door that flips up and over, she would be standing over, like, with her arms over it, like, yelling at the turtles. Oh, really? That that was a very, very... very Yeah, well, she... because she got to bitch out some turtles. You got to do it in a metallic Band-Aid bubblegum container. April
0: (sighs) April. But anyways, I didn't have a lot to say on that one, except just, like, I just, like, think about in the world of things that bubblegum could look like that bandages is what was what you landed on like think about bandages think about used band-aids and being like i want that in my mouth
1: well let's think let's i mean well i don't know andy well shit let's just come up with our own 90s all, all like gross products like like Ooh, uh, here's. Bubble gum dinosaurs. here's, no, here's bubble gum that's in the shape of clipped toenails. Put that in your well, mouth, you weird '90s kids. Oh, kid. we're trying
0: to think of weird stuff that they would do. Okay.
1: Oh, you just be like, yeah. I mean, how how much weirder do you want to go? '90s? That's so <laughs> band aids. Bubble,
0: bubble gum guns. <laughs> bubble, bubble, guns. Gum. Um, bubble, bubble gum. Gun. Bubble
1: Bubble There it bubble is. Gun. Well, we um, had the cigarette. Cigarette. Bubble did have guns.
0: those? Yes, they did have many different cigarette things because again just problematic so many problematic things but I, felt, I
1: mean i did you feel super cool with the I cigarette gum poor. i felt cool yes you did yeah you know, i was like that's the only that was the coolest i ever felt when i was seven yeah. <laughs> with, the, with some bubblegum cigarettes um wow yeah 90s you're gross you're so gross i love it
0: but here we are we're still alive in spite of it barely so um so yeah so that was my uh, uh Buckwild product. Um so you know what time of the show it is.
1: It's time for some Kiss Mary Kill, my friend.
0: Yeah. Kiss Mary Kill. It's Kiss Kiss Mary Kill with Lisa and Andy. Everything
1: like many many theme songs. I dig it. Okay, listen, listen. I heard I listened to you. I heard you uh, the last time we did Kiss Mary Kill. You're right. I'm tired of I I'm not tired of it. I love making you objectify, objectify women. women, but I'm going to give you another option. Would you like oh, to objectify yeah. women tonight or would you like to have a secondary option?
0: Wait, so you wait, did you have a secondary option? I have
1: I have I have a I backup. I have I, I it, it is up to you, my friend.
0: You know I'm not going to say out loud, "Yes, I'd like to objectify women." Of course. Women on uh, well, this I podcast. mean, there's a, there's a, there's,
1: a, there's a there's an audio clip. Okay, well, we will go option B, okay?
0: You'll present that in a court case later and be like, I'd like to present to you an unrelated fact of my, (laughs) my uh, cohort here saying that he would like to objectify women.
1: It's true. I'm not very good at this. I do the best I can. Listen, tonight your options are of the beverage assortment, okay? Yes. Ready? Please. Three options. Kiss, Mary, Kill. Crystal Pepsi. Okay. Surge. Okay. Or Snapple.
0: Okay. That third one was kind of a curveball.
1: It was, but you know what? When I saw it, I was like, oh, shit. I actually don't know. Where thing I, is, I, I feel like a little in. weird
0: about that because Snapple literally like is like saying, do you want Surge, Crystal Pepsi, or literally a hundred flavors?
1: This is, but 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 didn't you have like just like one flavor? You're like, that's the one I'll go to. That's no, fair. I just, the not, problem
0: yeah. is, is that I never drank Snapple.
1: That's a good problem to have you were on it? the right side of history <laughs> for that on one. The right
0: side of history for that my understanding <laughs> is everybody always said that this apple had like the cool things that end under the cap or whatever is that right
1: yeah but it didn't matter i mean they have like a flavor that i thought like kiwi strawberry or something i distinctly remember being like i'm all about this in high school uh maybe middle school but anyway yeah. i want to hear i want to hear where you land i'm pretty sure I, I have a feeling i know where this is going but go for it
0: okay it's tough because it's like, I don't have like angry feelings towards Snapple because at least my feelings was like, it was fine. Like, like a lot of the fruit flavors were fine. Mm -hmm. Like I never like felt strongly about it. I I said, I don't didn't really drink it. I mean, like I'm sure I had them multiple times, but not like I never had any intention of drinking Snapple. Yeah. No intent behind it. Here's the thing. The other ones are pretty (laughs) easy for me (laughs) is that, um, Crystal Pepsi, like, just, like, it was this weird novel concept that was like, wow, this is cool as a kid. We now have evidence as it came back into existence again. I'm sorry. I typed in Crystal Pepsi to look it up, and it currently, one of the things they pulled up was, currently on eBay, you can buy a bottle of Crystal Pepsi for $1,500. So that's fun. Well, there um, you
1: go. Now you know what you're doing with your income tax return.
0: Yep. So even though they have... Even though Crystal Pepsi literally came back not that long ago. Yeah. So they had it like you could still probably get one pretty easily if you wanted one. It did come back and then it was discontinued again in 2018. So a year ago um, because they were like, listen, we've heard enough about how you want Crystal Pepsi back. We're going to bring it back and you're going to ask us to take it away. You are going okay. to ask us to take this. You're surgery. not going to
1: buy it, a-holes. Yeah. You're just going to, yeah. you, you want it. You don't Make actually want it. Take pictures of this. it
0: on your yeah. phone and post it on Facebook. That is all you're going to do with this. Yeah. So here's the thing: Surge. <sighs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Is the only of these three that gets me excited at all is Search.
1: Uh-huh. Rightfully so.
0: so. And that's the thing: is I'm like, so nowadays, like, I don't really, I drink mainly diet stuff. If they had a diet surge... Which seems like the exact opposite of the definition of surge. Surge was like yeah. you're not we're not gonna give you we're not giving you diet pussy. You're gonna fucking drink our surge <laughs> and you are going to feel toxic afterwards and enjoy it. That being said, I'm marrying Surge. So that's one, <laughs> I am marrying Surge. I am committing to a lifetime of surge and blissful happiness because I need that kind of intensity in my life. I need someone to tell me what's what and put me in my place because that's just what the way I live. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> so um
0: I'm gonna kiss Crystal Pepsi.
1: Okay. It's okay. one of those
0: things where I'm like, I will sample it, I will try it, I will be like, neat, I'm glad I tried that, and then throw it away and never see it again. And Snapple, you never you never loved me. You you just you, you made my other friends talk about how cool you were and you never gave me anything and so I'm going to fucking murder you.
1: There it is. So, wow. Lay it on the line, Snapple out.
0: Kiss, Mary Surge K-
1: in K- for life.
0: Yes. So thank you for that one. I appreciated not having to objectify anyone.
1: Well, specifically not having to objectify teenage women.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that, <laughs> by the way. Um, and it's funny because this one, I, I, the one, um, I, I, it was a lot easier. It's a lot easier when you're not killing humans because, like, I literally immediately had this, the answer. I ended up going with was my immediate gut reaction when you said the three. Yep. I was trying to decide if maybe I felt differently, but I did not. So, in response to the fact that you just did that and made me not do humans, I've got some humans for you.
1: Okay, I'm, I am super game. I love
0: this. some men.
1: My favorite game.
0: I have a feeling how this is going to go as well. I, All I, right. I, can, I will write it down, and I will, uh, okay. Okay. I know this is during the show, so I, this is really weird that <laughs> I'm doing um, Okay. So I have a few of my friends that I'd okay. like to talk about. A few of my friends.
1: Oh, oh. All right. Well, okay. So
0: I would like to present you with Dr. Ross Geller,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Ch- Ch- Chandler Bing, and Joey Tribbiani.
1: Joey Tribbiani. Um, all right. Uh I can make this super Hold fast on.
0: before we, before we do this, I am going to message you. Don't read the message, please.
1: I won't. I won't. Although it might pop up, but it's okay. We're on Skype, by the way, which would explain some of the audio issues we have sometimes, but we so anyways, it.
0: don't look at my thing. I said, right, but I'm covering up uh, everything. Okay. <laughs> there it is.
1: Uh, my kiss, Mary, kill. Uh, I kiss Joey. I marry Chandler. I kill Ross. Okay. Boom. Cause I, I Joey fun, stupid, Okay, you're attractive enough. Get- sure. <laughs> Bye. Uh sure. Ross, just get out of here with your like crazy, insane mental problems and then Chandler because you're so deeply funny. Sure. And I, I I need I need that balance in my life. Chandler right. for Chandler's the Mary, so
0: Okay. You wanna pull up the chat real quick?
1: Yeah, I don't uh ooh, how do I get to there? There's
0: a little bubble chat bubble on the thing next to the heart.
1: Is that where it is? Yeah. I don't know how to Skype
0: This chat is open conversation.
1: There it is. Mary Chandler kissed... Her. Yeah, exactly right. Every time. Look at that. We, yeah, we're we're right on the same page every time.
0: It's it's just like, cause I'm immediately like, I was like, this is going to be an easy one for you. Like, I'm sure it's a layup, but I am curious just in case because it is... Chandler is just like... Chandler's the one where you're like, I want to hang out with this person and have them around very often. Joey's just like a handsome dude and Ross is the worst.
1: <laughs> but I never... Yeah, but honestly, I never found Joey that handsome anyway. I'm not attracted to like the rent like the specific, cool. like 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 who is it chris bradley cooper bradley cooper not sure. attractive to me at all okay. but some of the weirdo like 2000 yeah i don't know i don't like the traditional looking dudes chandler all day long yeah
0: matthew <laughs> perry what's up what up so anyway so uh so that's going to be our episode for tonight guys thanks so much for tuning in again to episode four um we're going to do our traditional closing out fun times of where to find us we've already covered a pretty good amount during the yeah. show where to find us facebook and twitter at 90s court instagram at 90s dot court um let's see if you do have apple podcasts um even if you don't use it regularly. If you can hop on there and leave us a five-star review with a, an actual review saying something you like about the show, or just saying something goofy and funny, we'd love to hear that, and we'd love to share that on the show in the future as well. And please subscribe on whatever app of app of your choice that you happen to use. So, did you have anything you wanted to say?
1: No, we've we killed it. We had a great court case. Twitter's going awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're feeling good.
0: Journey, cool runnings.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> The most specific.
0: Cheers. Oh, Good I'm f- sorry. That was my sign out. I don't have anything else to say after oh, this.
1: Well, Good night, everyone.
0: Love you. <laughs>